Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, so I want to welcome you to the Backdoor Cover Network, where we are going to talk about NASCAR. What's going on, Philip? We're back. We're back to talk about some some stuff with wheels that we're going to bet on. We uh, we suffered through Daytona. It was a super speedway. That's Steve's least favorite kind of race to handicap. Great news. We get that again this week at Atlanta. Steve, <laughs> how you doing? Hey, hey. It's, uh, been, it's been a little while. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I shake the rust off here a little bit, clear the vocal cords out, and get back to get back to the grind. So, yeah, as you mentioned, Daytona last week, a little difficult. Um, I, probably our least profitable kind of uh, racing that we bet on. So let's. Um, Atlanta's a little bit different, but it's a you know it's 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 still a similar style. So we'll see how this goes this weekend. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't all bad, Steve. You know, uh, we hit we hit Joey Logano, pole winner, thirteen to one in the the Discord. Um, we went four and two on the head to heads. We hit three out of the four top ten plays that we put out there. They were all plus two hundred and longer. So, you know, we 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 were profitable at Daytona, which is which is neat. But man, I can't wait to get to like a mile and a half or a short track or something like that. But we can only bet what's in front of us. So let's do it. Um, you want to start with the trucks? Yeah, Las yeah, Las Vegas is uh, it's the light at the tunnel. We see the light, and we approach. We are approaching. So, but we will, we yeah. will get through Atlanta, and uh, and and that's uh, full season ahead. We got Formula One coming up next week. We got NASCAR, and uh, it's it's going to be all uh, all downhill from here. Yeah, yeah, IndyCar too. So that's right. Um, let's start off with the truckers, man. They they qualified this afternoon. Uh, the race is. Saturday at 2.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got a couple truckers picked out the win here, Steve, so I'll just go over them and you can elaborate. We're going back to the well with Raja Karuth, 30-1, to 1, Lane Riggs, 30-1, to 1, Caden Honeycutt, 80-1. to 1. Uh, What do you see there? I, I know Raja and that, that Spire truck that was a KBM truck last year, boy, they looked really, really good last week. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, Raja looked good last year, I think, with uh, when he was still with GMS. He, he put some really good runs together. So I like where he kind of is on a week-to-week basis. And I liked how you know he looked last week at Daytona um, all the way up until the very last lap when he kind of wrecked the whole field. So, uh, you know, but he was in position third to kind of try to win the race. Just uh, – and that, that's just kind of how these races go, right? They, they, you race you, – you run around – in a parade for half the race. And then, you know, at the very end you charge and then you just make more bold moves and whatever happens after that happens. But he put it, he was in position. He was his fast truck. And, uh, I, I like going right back to it. Yeah. Those spire wagons were, were really boogieing. Uh, they have a new tire specialist in town down there at, at spire. <laughs> uh, Steve, I don't know if you knew that. So we're, we're big spire fans. Uh, I like Raja. What I liked more, is Bubba pulling him aside at the end of that race? Did you see that? That's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they definitely had some kind of conversation. I wish we had a microphone that we could kind of listen in and hear the details, but it looked pretty spicy. It did look spicy. It did look spicy. Um, all right. So, top fives we got Grant Enfinger. He's almost two to one, was almost two to one, I should say. Chase Purdy, that's another Spire truck, and Raja Karuth. Purdy going off plus 375. Raja five to one. I guess we just like the spire upside here. Tell me about Grant. 
Yeah, so Grant is over there at, uh, I believe it's, what is it, CR7? Yeah, so th- that, you know, that I believe they took over for a lot of the GMS parts and pieces. Um, so I expect they won't lose a whole lot of performance this year. So I, I feel pretty good about Grant. I like where he is, especially at this kind of racetrack. You know, Grant's kind of a more of a veteran guy. He kind of makes good decisions in the racetrack, should make, you know, be in the right place at the right time. And I, I, I'm pretty confident in that he's going to continue where he left off last year um, from making a championship. So I, I feel confident in, in Grant for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, just I, I like the the wily veteran, you know, uh, to, to navigate the mess. And I'm, I'm sure there will be mess. Um, <laughs> so then let's see. In the head-to-heads, we had two picked out pre-qualifying. We're on time Jeske over Ben Rhodes. And then Enfinger over Taylor Gray. I think Taylor Gray had a rough go of it today in, in qualifying. Yeah, I mean, qual- qualifying is just so tricky, right? Because they, they, there's no practice for any of the series this weekend. So really, the only time you see uh, cars on track is for qualifying. And, and I don't think that's really a great gauge, but you, it gives you a little bit of an idea of kind of, you know what kind of horses are under the hood. And I, I mean, I, I guess that's about it. But it's track position matters. So if you start up front, you're definitely at a little bit of an advantage early on in the race. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, these races are so much shorter that track position yeah. uh, matters quite a bit. What I liked about Grant, uh, Steve, when I was looking at, at the data, just in the, the last two, uh, you know, Atlanta races, since it's become a super speedway, um, you know, he's got an average finish of 15.5, which sucks. Um, at you know but at the 50 percent mark of the race he is third overall at, at a 6.5 average running position so um you know it, it's kind of there i guess they would be outlier results you know just getting getting caught up in in wrecks that would would cause that um but he does have a nose for the front so that that's what i liked about grant yeah and i as you know i play a lot of uh daily fantasy nascar and for the most part, you, you don't really see Enfinger being the guy that, you know, dominates a race. You see him kind of kind of lurking around and hanging around until the second half of the race where he, he kind of uh, starts to pounce. So this is a good, probably a good example of where you want a guy to kind of just hang around until the very end, and that way you get to the finish line. Bingo. Um, so, you know, we're, we're recording late at night here on Friday. Was there anything that repopulated at any of the books that you wanted to take a, take a crack at? Not necessarily. I, I know we had um, some Caden Honeycutt on the card. Um, he's in a niche truck. Nice was uh, really fast last week. So I'm kind of just ready to go back to uh, to the niece trucks a little bit. And uh, Honeycutt was in, uh, I would say, a little, you know, worse equipment last year. And he tended to reel off some top 20s, top 15s for the most part. So he he's a guy that I trust. And he's an equipment that I would trust that can actually run towards the front. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, might be a, a long shot with a pulse. And, you know, in, in these races, Kyle Busch is in the field, so he's obviously the, yeah. the big, big favorite. Um, you know, so you get value down the board, and hopefully old Rowdy doesn't win this one. But um, Was he over should... five last year? Uh, did he win one? I can't remember. I think it was over five. So either way, 
maybe he won one, but the bottom line is uh, the price for him is 200 to 250 in most places. And I just think that's way too short, especially on a, on a drafting track. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to that guy in that old NASCAR group chat we were in that said, whenever KFB's in the field, it's free money. Shout right. out to that guy after no for five years. <laughs> anyway, um, I got kicked out of that group. I don't know if you remember. You? I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, me. Can't remember. Can't, can't remember why. Something about attitude. But hey, man, <laughs> let's talk Xfinity. We've got the, um, what is it called? The Raptor Tough. Oh, Raptor King of Tough, 250. Uh, they also qualified this afternoon. The race goes on after the truckers. So it'll be around five o'clock. And we've got a very, very short card for this one that we put out uh, in the Discord and Patreon. Um, we took a mix of Chandler Smith around 16 to 1, Jeb Burton 45 to 1, Fast Pasta 80 to 1. And I guess this was the, the weekly Steve donation to the Haley Deegan uh, Fund 300 to 1. Yeah, well, th- I mean, this is why I'm back here, right? I got to talk about Haley Deegan. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the only reason you wanted to do a show tonight. Wow, well, I mean, I, when we're betting on Haley Deegan, you got to know that I'm there. That's it. So, I that's mean, it. It, re- I mean, really, though, I, again, whenever you take this, you know, these long shots, you kind of just, uh, you take a really, really long shot and you just you hope that connects. And uh, Brett Moffitt was with AM Racing last year and he would, he actually gave it a run for the win here in Atlanta. So Haley Deegan is running for uh, AM Racing this year in Xfinity. So she, she made her move up to the, you know, from the truck series this year. Uh, I don't expect a lot of good things from her this year. That you know, the equipment's not great, but this is a track that she can, uh, if she were to perform and and get something, uh, you know, good finish. This would be the week to do it. Uh, last week didn't make the show much. She got caught up in a really early wreck, so I feel like there could be more to be shown this week. You never know. I see what, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, uh, and then we we took a little little top five shot on Jeb Burton. Um, you know, we we remember Jeb at the super <clears throat> super speedways with uh, colleague. Now he's in a little bit of a lesser equipment, but he's still a thorn in the side. So I guess we can't bet against him. Um, tell me about tell me about Jeb. Yeah, I, I just I love Jeb Burton at, at these types of races. Even uh, at the, at Daytona last week, he was running up front. You always see him at least contending for the win, and it's 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 pretty astounding. It's, it's astonishing, really. Even it doesn't matter what he's running. He, like you said, he used to run with Colleague. You know how good they are with uh, trimming the car out for you know high performance and. Um, this year and last year, he's been running with Jordan Anderson Racing, who um, he's been the owner's been racing himself, and we know how good you know Jordan Anderson is performing at Super Speedways. So you have a combination of a guy that knows how to race at a Super Speedway, and you have a guy like Jeb Burton who knows how to get it done as well in the seat. So I, I think that's a good combination. I just think they really. Uh, don't do the him. You know, they don't give him the credit he deserves. I I really just think this number is too long. 
I couldn't agree more. It, I, it feels good. It feels good locking him in at 45 to 1. Um, we did add a position post qualifying Ryan Truex over Jesse Love at plus money, plus 120 over at Caesars. I guess we're we're going to go ahead and fade Jesse Love again, take experience over the young gun uh, who's won the last two polls. Um, what do you what do you like or don't like about this matchup? Yeah, this is this is uh, interesting. It's kind of a one to look at. It's kind of a. I think it's more of maybe uh, it's equipment as well because you have a Joe Gibbs car versus a um, RCR car. Jesse loves taking over that two car that Sheldon Creed wheeled last year. Well, attempted the wheel. Like he, he really, I think he, he really struggled in that car last year. There's he now. I think he got, kind of got the short end of the stick in that ride, but. We'll see how Jesse Love does in it this year. I just think uh, here is a situation that um, we saw the outright number on Jesse Little move from 18 to 1 to 9 to 1. So with this matchup that was posted on Caesars, uh, kind of got a, sh- a pretty big shift. It's, you know, Truex now is plus 120. So uh, his odds moved a little bit. Uh, with that in mind, though, I think when you talk about Joe Gibbs in race trim, you would think that Truex here with the driver, uh, with his, ex- his experience and equipment, you know, there could be some more tire wear with this, you know, this surface is designed to experience more degradation more quickly than most other racetracks. So you'll see, I think, more, more tire wear, more handling come into play this weekend again. Kind of like what we saw in the summer race last year. So anytime you, you need handling and you need, you know, I, I look towards Joe Gibbs having the edge over a RCR car. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, you know, Austin Hill, his number is going to be way too short after winning his third Daytona 500. Um, what was that, in a row or something? It's crazy. Yeah, third one in a row. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, That's a three-peat. Yeah, they, they have some serious horsepower in those RCR cars, but – you know, Jesse Love, he's a young dude. He's a rookie. Um, we saw some inexperience last week rear its ugly head, and it, it could do the same this week. Um, but they are they are building fast cars over there at Richard Childress, at least for the Xfinity Series. Um, is there anything else that, that piqued your interest uh, post-qualifying for Xfinity? Not a whole – I didn't look at, you know, things that too much in depth post-qualifying. Um if you want to lean, I always lean uh, Kligerman here over Sheldon Creed. Um, I did. I like Kligerman's ability to get to uh, get it done at drafting tracks, and you know, I definitely I don't mind Creed, but he's um, he's a volatile guy, and you're getting Kligerman there at plus one hundred slash even money. So anytime you get that kind of price, uh, I think this is pretty much a coin flip. You know, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put a lot on this one, but I definitely would. If I had to take the side, I wouldn't mind taking Kligerman there. And um, got the Josh williams Jeb Burton matchup. I don't really have much of a play there, but if I had to, I'd take the plus 100. But we have Jeb Burton to win, so I'm staying away from that one. What about, the, what about the last one there? I, I'm kind of leaning Justin Allgaier over uh, John Hunter Nemechek at the plus 110. We know uh, Allgaier's outright you know, um, got longer after practice. Sure. Because he, he didn't qualify so well, and we also know just from experience that he never trims his car out for for qualifying. So um, we don't have to put much stock in the, you know the one lap 
of qualifying. Do you, do you like Allgaier to uh, to keep it clean and cash this one? I, I think it's okay. I don't think he's got the best history here. Um, I think this could suit him a little more with the track aging a little bit. Uh, I definitely like the idea that it's plus 110. That's always a good thing. So I, I might not play it personally, but if I did play it, I probably would uh, go with that side as well with Allgaier for sure. Well, sounds good, because that's the way I was leaning. So we might get yeah. to the window on that one. Um, but with nothing else for Xfinity, you want to move on the cup? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So a little bit of a lengthy uh, cup card here. Um, we, we put out uh, the plays to sports line. We're going to add some more here on the show, some podcast exclusives. And we'll start off by burning some money. We're putting Bubba Wallace in a you know a, a, a portfolio to win. Going back with Bubba, Steve. How do you feel? You must be feeling very brave. <laughs> Am I though? I mean, do you really need to be that brave? I think Bubba has definitely stepped it up a little bit, especially in the playoffs last year. He made the playoffs. I think he performed pretty well in the playoffs last year. Um, I think this is uh, this is his wheelhouse. I, you know, he. I think he's he was definitely best at the intermediate tracks, and he's always been a very good plate racer. So you combine those two things together with a twenty three eleven. I think Toyota's going to have a good weekend because I think they're going to be again. You saw how much better they were in the race than they were in qualifying. So yeah, this this number got a lot shorter. We got it at twenty two. But it's down to 16 on, on drafting. I think you still get 20 to, 20 to 1 at most places. Nice. Let's spend some closing line value, baby. Um, you know, and then we're, we're backing it up. It's, it's a, a five pack here of, of winners. Uh, Alex Bowman, 28 to 1. Mi Amigo, Daniel Suarez, 35 to 1. Mikey McDowell, 40 to 1. And then uh, Todd Gilliland with a 100 to 1 shot. Uh, Bowman almost got it done for us last week, Steve. In fact, almost everybody on our card almost got it done for us. Uh, <laughs> heading into that last lap, we were running one, two, three, five, six, seven. So that sucks that we didn't get a win. Um, but were you, you watching know, that race, Arch? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> now that answer <laughs> well, surprises good, me because Arch. you missed yeah. out on heartbreak. <laughs> I did catch the uh, highlights of some of the racing, but I didn't sit and watch the race. Ah. Well, well, that's good because you, you already knew it lost. You didn't have to, you know, he didn't have yeah, to look at Bowman, just barely get squeaked out by less than, I don't know, maybe a couple inches to lose that one. Oh, I've been squeaked out by a couple inches. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the first time you heard that. Yeah. Um, okay. So Alex Bowman, we think that the Hendricks will, you know, motorsports will be strong again. Uh, Daniel Suarez, we're, we're betting on fast teammates here, I guess, Steve, because we saw Ross leading the charge uh, coming to the white. And I'm just trying to get into your mind here. So you just, you stop me if I'm wrong. And Michael McDowell, super fast last weekend, um, did really well in qualifying, was fast early, electrical problem. Somebody unplugged him. And, uh, and that was the end of his day. We think they'll get that fixed. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're talking about McDowell, you, you know, this year front row has a tier one, partnership with Ford. So that's going to help them a lot. So if you're not familiar with how that, that works, uh, yeah, these teams, manufacturers pretty much have different tiers of support they get from the manufacturer. Uh, front row has probably been more like a tier two, tier three team the past few years, but they announced uh, at Daytona that this year they're going to be getting more support. 
So the car should be a little, has to show a little more speed. And I, I think you saw that last week with Todd, his teammate, Todd Gilliland. So McDowell, uh, front row qualifying, that definitely, you know, definitely proved that they might have a little more this year to work with. And his teammate in the race, uh, Gilliland, definitely should have had good race pace. For sure. For sure. Uh, now we're going to take a shot on no stranger to our card at Atlanta. Uh, but it looks like the value shrunk up on the outright market. We're going to hit Corey LaJoy at 12 to 1 for a top three. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, LaJoy, uh, kind of another example, kind of like front row where Spire is going to have, I think, some more you know support this year. He's going to have a lot more sponsorship backing to bring some better equipment, you know, better equipment, better cars. And LaJoy has always been good at super speedway racing and especially at Atlanta. Uh, he was running for the win against Elliott last last Was that last year? I think uh, the two four year, year before year before that. Right. But yeah, LaJoy is always in contention at the end of the race. He was in contention to win at Daytona. As you mentioned, I think already he's just, again, he's another guy kind of like grand finger in the truck series just hangs around and waits for the right moment to strike. So that's really good for a guy that you want on your card to make sure you can uh, get him when you need him. Bingo. Um, top tens, four of them, um, spreading a unit out across all these, so a quarter unit each. Bubba, Eric Jones, McDowell, Corey LaJoy. Nothing really new to touch on there except for Jones. Um, that's a guy, he's in a Toyota this year. Uh, Legacy Motor Club, they were acquired, or I don't know, by Toyota, whatever. Uh, but they're also getting Tier 1 support now, which they weren't receiving in a Chevy. They were the aforementioned Tier 3. Um, so more funding, more time in the Sims, plus Eric Jones, um, you know, he's really good on these super speedways anyway. And now he can work with Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex and, um, you know, some super speedway aces, Chris Bell, Bubba. Uh, the Toyotas have the numbers to make a move. I like Eric Jones here. Yeah, I think I like what you're saying. That you're naming off a lot of guys that uh, that really know what they're doing on these on these super speedways. They just never really had a lot of numbers behind them to showcase what they can do. So I think you kind of saw that kind of play out, especially in the dual races at Daytona this year. So again, like I kind of mentioned this already, but they might not qualify so good, but. Um, Atlanta is even more so than um, Daytona going to be a track where you want to have your, the handling in the long runs. So yep. Yep. I think they're pretty good last year. And I expect even better performance this year with the new uh, body configuration. Yeah, they were, they were super quick in race trim. Uh, it was a shame that they, they lost some numbers at the end of that race, you know, with Denny and um, a couple other guys, but I think they still put four in the top 10. So pretty wild um for matchups looks like we've got six of them here uh alex bowman over christopher bell plus money plus 120 kyle bush over chase elliott uh plus 105 bubba over chase elliott you want to talk about any of those yeah i mean i don't have a lot to say i I, kind of talked about bowman already um i think he's going to be more healthy this year than he was at the end of last year. He's kind of he was kind of coming off the uh, the back injury. Didn't really have I don't think um, 
it wasn't really, I don't think it was a full health. And uh, this year, because he, he was running really well before the injury and he came back and he just, he just struggled for the rest of the season, probably taking swings just to try and get a win. Um, this year, uh, we saw him run well last week at Daytona. So I expect that to be replicated hopefully this week against uh, the Seabells, a, a guy that's with uh, the Gibbs camp. But you're getting him at, well, I, you know, plus 130, plus 120, somewhere in that range. Uh, remember, this is still a drafting track where you have a lot of variance. So if you're getting a plus, plus 120, uh, I would take that, you know, I would take that for multiple people in the matchup. So I, I feel like they're pretty close. They can both probably run well, finish up front. So it feels like a good spot to be in. Yeah, and um, I agree. All, in fact, five of the six matchups we have are all plus money here. Um, Kyle Bush over Chase Elliott. I like this one, Steve. I know uh, you know Kyle finished 12th last week, and you know Chase would have beat him head-to-head if we had played it. Uh, but Kyle, man, he was really impressive. He he went to the back of the pa- you know the back of the pack I think twice, and then came right back to the front. I mean, he just sliced through traffic um, like a hot knife through butter. I mean, yeah. I mean, he had he had great control over that race car, uh, and it seemed to be pretty darn quick. So I like Kyle Busch here. I, I I think he just ran out of time. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how RCR is doing it, but in both series, if you have a driver that can that knows what they're doing, they can slice through the field with that horsepower and under the hood. It, it is uh, it is really remarkable. So, if you get a competent driver with RCR, I think you have to play. You have to back the guy. And that's why Austin Dillon sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's, right. He's, he's terrible. He um, needs um, he needs a complete overhaul. He needs to have a. Uh, a, a massive bounce back season this year because it was pretty ugly at, at you know, most weeks last year. Yeah, I'm not holding out much hope for that. Um, <laughs> the the next three we've got here: Bubba Wallace over Kyle Larson plus 105, Ross Chastain over Kyle Larson plus 105, and Eric Jones. I added this one without your permission. I'm very sorry, Eric Jones over Chris Busher minus 108 bet rivers. Perfectly fine with me. I mean, I think Eric Jones, I mean, he pulled the move of the race last year. Uh, he, I don't know how many positions he gained, but he went from maybe, out, he was definitely outside the top 10. Uh, he just plowed his way through to, an, like I think it was maybe an eighth place finish in the final lap. Yeah, he picked up like, I think it was nine positions or something on the last lap, which was good because we had Eric Jones for a top 10 that day. That's right. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. That was fun to watch. Yeah, if you haven't looked that up on YouTube, look up the Eric Jones Atlanta in-car camera. It's astounding. Um, interesting stat about Kyle Larson on super speedways in the next-gen era. I don't know if you knew this, Steve. I, I'm, I'm sure it's in your brain somewhere. But he has the best average starting position you know, in the 13-race data set, 6.8. He's got two poles. He also has the worst position differential over that, that same um, – you know, set of metrics. It's twenty three point five. So he, on average, loses sixteen point. What is that? Seven, nine? I don't know. Sixteen plus positions per speedway race. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I believe it because um, you see what happens to him. You know, last year, I believe he might have led the, you know, the series in DNFs. You know, the guy is always racing on edge and. Um, if you make uh, if you make mistakes at a place like this, you're gonna you're always gonna pay the price because the margins are so slim. And 
accidents are constantly going, going, uh, you know, they're everywhere. So if you, like I said, if you're not on your game, if you're not making the right decisions, you're going to be caught up in a mess at some point in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He's only got one top 10 finish. He didn't even have any incidents last week and finished 11th. You know what I mean? So things broke his way, meaning he didn't get swept up in a wreck and he still only finished 11th. Right. Yeah. He, you want to take guys that, you know, play it safe. And, and Larson is, I'd say Larson is probably the most on edge guy that races. I mean, that's why he has speed, right? He definitely is driving that car on edge 24 seven. He has, he doesn't know how to, you know, he doesn't know how to lift. So, you know, he's been giving it a hundred percent all the time. And that's kind of now we want to match up in uh, this type of format. Right, 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 right. Well, I think that's, that's all I've got here. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? No, I'm just um, happy, happy to be back. I'm ready for another uh, strong season. And we're about to get, uh, Fully loaded up here for another, uh, another you know, a long time now. I think there's going to be a race now all the way up until July. So, strap oh, wow. in. Yeah, sorry, Arch. No, how many races is that? How many times are we going to see an Xfinity Haley Deegan crash? <laughs> well, how many races are there? Yeah. 30? So, probably that many times. Approximately. Yeah. Yeah. 20, over-under is at 22 and a half. Yeah, she has a lot more opportunities this year than the Shock Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, Arch, this was fun. Thanks for hosting. You know, you talk a lot on this thing. Um, if you were to talk, though, I'm sure you would do a read for our Patreon. That's right. You can go to thedgens.net and sign up for the Speedway Steve 2 picks for a reduced yeah, have, price, right? That's right. It's on sale, Arch. It's $15 a month. You can get all of the Speedway Steve 2 plays as we make them. Every single one, including Formula 1, even, you know, at the, the dead of night, we'll be sending those out. Or you can select the $25 option and come on into our Discord family, um, where Arch is up, what, like 30 units in hockey? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. We caught fire yesterday. <laughs> 30, 33, right? 20.86 and 12. and Yeah. Man, that... That feels good. Also, what you'll get in the Discord is bowling plays. We are locked and loaded in bowling. We, we started uh, building an algorithm, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and we are, we're cooking, baby. We are cooking with gas. We've got an ROI of over 7%. Feels good. Steve, what are you doing in the Discord? Yeah, I'm doing uh, mostly golf. It's been an okay start to the season. I think overall we're up units lifetime so always good to get in there and definitely been overhauling the plays kind of uh doing more upfront. uh the tournament matchups been good kind of doing trying to do less daily head-to-heads but always refining always uh improving so that's always good and i have to say i have to vouch for arch i mean he is he the guy the guy knows his stuff and he's been helping me a lot with the spreadsheets for nascar and uh he's building a lot of good good models over there so you know you know appreciate arch and discord arch you're the best kept secret in in gambling <laughs> the Look one thing you. we can't do is figure out bowling scores holy crap for an hour i've been trying well we don't have to figure them out i'm just hand cranking thousands of bowling scores a week so, so you see there you go phil's hand cranking bowling scores steve's hand cranking Haley vegan we're all good everybody's getting hand cranked around here so join <laughs> us in the book club 
www.thethedgens.net and come hang out, make some money with the best kept secret in gambling. For betting everything with wheels, I'm Phil, Steve, say goodbye. All right, have a good one, guys. Art, you too. Thanks. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.